I hit go live. Oh, uh, good. We'll be uh, we'll be right back as soon as I find. The- oh, there it is. Oh shit! Hey, I started. You were, you were mid bite, weren't you? You didn't plan that well. No, it was a piece of pretzel. It's still there. Mm-hmm. You go. That's good. You go. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, hey everybody, thanks for finding the geek spot. Frank's gonna finish choking and join us shortly. We're a mess today. Yeah, so um, that's a uh, oh, that, that's a bright light, huh? Oh, which way can I turn? There we go. There that's better. Go. That's better. Uh, so yeah, so I hope everybody had a great weekend. Has some exciting plans coming up for Fourth of July. So we may we may miss next week being Fourth of July, but we'll see what happens. Hundred percent. Frank, Frank will probably be in a pool. hundred percent is my guess. I will, uh, I will. I will not be in a pool, but that's okay. You can be. I could be, but I'm all right. There's a gazebo you can come over and play in. Oh, it's fancy. Yeah. Listen, before we start, I just want to let everyone know, please don't put any umbrella things. Uh, what the hell is it called? The umbrella, umbrella Academy? Academy. Jesus. I'm really having a rough one right now. Please don't put any Umbrella Academy spoilers in the chat at all. I have not seen it yet. I'm holding off until this week. I have a very rough week coming up work-wise. And I didn't want to try and cram it all in between the pool and the dehydration, um, which hmm. we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But, I, I so finished, just, it. I finished yeah, it Saturday, Frank. I know. Just a heads up, though. I haven't seen it, so please don't spoil that. Um, I'm kidding. I finished it Sunday. But um, welcome to all our thousands of new listeners. Going for optimism. Yeah. Hey, tell all your friends that there's a whole bunch of podcasts for them to listen to while they're driving this holiday weekend. <laughs> There's weeks worth of episodes that they can go. Feel free to download three whole weeks. Woo-hoo. Um, but super exciting stuff for everybody. Um, again, we'll we'll put a we'll put it in in here a few more times. Um, uh, yes, we're also going to start uh, throwing in the uh, time stamps of the spoilers instead of us being uh, rude to our podcast listeners and just saying, "Hey, spoiler now!" And then the people that are actually watching know when to come back. Uh, I'm going to actually start adding that on the YouTube page and, and everywhere else so that there'll be a timestamp of, um, hey, thanks. Wow, that, that popped up three times. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so, yes. So, how was your weekend? You had a busy weekend? I did. It's Every day is busy, it feels like at this point. Uh, yeah, so Friday, I got to, to go uh, play uh, at a carnival. I saw that. How was that? Pretty cool. It was fun, man. It was a uh, it was a full band with the horn section. Okay. So we played all sorts of stuff. I got to sing all sorts of stuff that I don't usually sing. Little little big bad voodoo daddies and some uh, some Dexy's Midnight Runners I'm and a big, some big uh, bad voodoo daddy fan. I like them. Some some real big fish and all. I got to sing all sorts of stuff that I don't usually get to sing. So that was super fun. Sellout. Uh, we did do sellout. I didn't yes. sing sellout, but we did do it. Uh, we will be doing all that again at Shady Brook Farms on October 9th for Fall Fest. Oh, uh, from five to nine. So, 
make your plans now. Visit that little website right there, and it'll uh, tell you when that is. Um, so, yeah, I did that. I watched some stuff. I watched some Umbrella Academy. That was good. Um, spoiler free, it is uh, – I enjoyed it a lot more than season two. Okay. I thought it moved qu- – It's it didn't cover as much in each episode as The Boys – which is a staggering amount that they're getting through in every episode this year. Um, however, uh, I thought there was some really great character development. There was some really cool story arcs. I'm really excited to see where it goes next. So, so I've heard, I've heard three things that aren't spoilery about this show. Um, yeah. One that uh, a friend of mine on Facebook is constantly complaining. That Allison is annoying as hell. Yeah. Okay. Two, I read briefly, and again, I didn't read into it, that they handled the Elliot Page uh, transformation. Transition. Incredible. Transition, thank you. Incredibly well. Like they said oh, it was incredibly it was well done. Right. Seamless. It was and totally made sense to the story. Yep. And the third thing I heard was that season four will possibly be the last season. That wouldn't surprise me. Okay. Uh, I think there, there's only so many times that you can fold in on yourselves. Right. Um, so other than I don't know anything past that. Um, I will say, and this is only spoilery, if you um, leave your closed captioning on when no matter what you watch. But oh. there is, uh, as always, there's some a great soundtrack to the show, some really cool versions of tunes. Um, it's actually where I found the the interrupters that covered uh, Billy Eilish's uh, oh, bad nice. guy last year. Okay. In the last season, it's, I love that version now. Right. Um, but Jeremy Renner does a, a House of the Rising Sun cover, like Hawkeye Jeremy Renner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He that's two, amazing. He has two EPs out, and remember that commercial where he was singing. That's for right. Jeep. That's right. Uh, okay. So, so that's actually a pretty cool version. Oh, nice. Um, and there was a lot of other great, great music in this season. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's really well done. Um, I'm excited for you to watch it so we can discuss it a little bit more. I should be able to get to it this week. I, this is a rough, rough, rough week for me work-wise, um, but I took off Tuesday. Um, no, really? It's crazy. Well, um, I also need you or some people some people that join the show to start watching The Flash. Um, there's one se- one episode left this season, and it, it, it may have gone the most ridiculous it's ever gone in the run of the show. Um, on this last episode and uh, even the showrunner there's 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 some interviews that I saw with him where he said somehow we're going to wrap it all up and it works and I don't know how it happened but it, it did Oof. and and it's the biggest episode they've ever done of the flash including all the crisis stuff so the so cast what, of he, thousands cast of thousands <laughs> it, okay. feels, it feels like it so the East Dillon Lions beat the West Dillon Panthers uh, in the rivalry game at the end of uh, so I'm I'm about I can just jump into that. Yes, you can just watch the newest episode and you will be so lost and it is <laughs> it is it is bat shit crazy. I uh, I where will they've gone this season. I will try my hardest, all jokes aside. Um my my weekend was I um Saturday was pooling um and then Sunday I went back to do some pooling and I didn't drink right i think i had one sea isle ice tea thingy um and i floated in the pool for like two and a half three hours and i didn't drink any water oh Um, good 
which was you a dumb thing. You figured you were in the water. It's fine. Right. So when I got home last night and I had prepared to watch some shows, um, I was so dehydrated that I was asleep by 730 and I did nice. not wake up till seven o'clock this morning. Nice. Good job. Yeah. So next weekend, I have a uh, 4th of July party on July 3rd at Jimmy's. Uh, and then I have um, the pool party on the Monday. So in between then. You have a lot of Umbrella Academy to watch in between. Them. I will do that one first. And a lot of Flash. And I'll some try. Lois and Superman, Superman and Lois. I know. Wrapping up there, too. There's um, only a handful of those, right? There's like three or four of those to catch yeah, up. Yeah, but it's, it's easy. It's, there's, I think there's one left this season. And the Flash both wrap up this week. So I will say with the, uh, with the Flash, um, they continue to use Iris as a, as a fridged character where they continue <sighs> to... To make you worried that they're going to kill off Iris, even though they still have kids in the future. Right, so right. It it reminds me of other shows where there's no real stakes. You mean knowing, the one that we're gonna the one that we're gonna talk about at the end here today? Knowing what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. Uh, um, Dylan got to go to some cool stuff in AC. It looks like I see that he went to Classic Rewind Weekend in Atlantic City, uh, which was dead. <laughs> I mean, it, it was sucks. It was gorgeous. Yeah. And uh, and AC's. Uh, not as much of a destination as it used to be. No, uh, I don't. I don't know. You know, from a, from a travel standpoint, I don't know how many affordable places there are in in AC that are places you'd <laughs> want to stay. That's actually kind of cool. Um, I've seen a couple things about him recently that seems like he's he's a pretty cool guy that's still leaning into the fact that he's you know famous from the show. So what Dylan what Dylan said is he talked to RJ. Is it Mitt? Is that how you say it? Sure. Mitt? Uh, basically, he talked to Walter Jr. from Breaking Bad at his table for about 45 minutes, and he was one of the nicest people ever. Um, Which That's another project for you, Frank. Better Call Saul comes back 7-Eleven. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Oh, it's so not good. Right now. So um, good. Yeah, not right this second. That's back, and so is uh, something else that's only got two episodes left. I think Stranger Things is back then, too. Yeah. You only have four seasons of that to catch up on. Oh, is that it? Yeah, I mean, why would you enjoy a show, a fantasy show about kids that play D and D? It has nothing to do with anything that you like in the eighties. I yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, it's, it's one that I should look. Let's see what happens after this weekend, and I'll 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 get I'll I'll go from there. Okay, I have the Umbrella Academy as as the top. Yeah, Superman and Lois, and then I'll try and work through. The, I'll I'll hate watch the Flash just like you do. Yeah, it's so it's it's such. A, I, I can't imagine a hate I, binging it though. I can hate, hate binging would be painful. I think. I could hate binge it without commercials too. Oh, that is better. So that that might help a little bit. That is better than forgetting. It is a lot of excuses, Matt. And still being stuck. That's a, um, that's my friend. That's my friend Matt that uh, that I play uh, video games with. That was in a really messed up truck accident he's a, he's one of our oh. one of our trucker friends and and uh he was in the back sleeping and his friend was driving and an f1 tornado hit them oh my in, god in uh kansas and flipped the truck on its side and into a ditch so matt's matt's able to watch it live because he's actually off work for at least at least a week that's that's fair yeah nobody well, was nobody's dead and and, and no, no serious serious injuries he hurt his back and he whines about it a little bit when we're playing Xbox. But other than that, he's okay. Well, Matt, I hope you feel better. Um, All right. So what, what, do you, what, what do you got? I'm going to read this verbatim because I want I because I, I'm I know the chat would explode. And if Dom were watching Dom with Dom's head would explode while I read this. Okay. 
Top Gun Maverick crossed the $1 billion box office mark this weekend. Okay. All right. Becoming only the second movie to do this since Endgame in 2019. Oh, dear God. So that's wrong because No Way Home crossed $1.9 billion last year. Yeah, so what, what in between? What else? Uh, what's, your, what's, your, what's your third then? There was a third it? one, right? What would push Top Gun to third then? Uh, was it a Star Wars movie? I don't think Black Widow made a billion. I don't no. think Eternals made a billion. No, but it said that it was the second movie since yeah. 2019 to cross a billion dollars, right? So yeah. Endgame did in 2019. Oh, no Rise of Ho- Skywalker did after that. Was that in and pre- so did Far since From Home. 2019? Okay, so this that so that article is the thousand percent the yeah, most wrong. Far From Home was right. It was after Endgame. Far From Home did a lot of money too. Rise of Skywalker was after Endgame. Somehow made that made money off of the name Star Wars. Um, <laughs> it was and not uh, worth Birds of Prey. Oh no, 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 no. Suicide Squad. No, 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 no. The Flash movie. Oh. Ooh. Uh. I feel so like we'll top, get there. Top Gun made five hundred and twenty-one point seven million domestic and four hundred eighty-four point seven million internationally. That's a lot of Navy ads internationally. Yeah, it is. A big boost for the Navy in the global global it, marketplace. It, there, it it definitely was. Um, I have not seen it yet. It's still on my list. Oh, dude! I it's feel such like, a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Let's maybe, go see it Tuesday. Maybe I'm I, off. Some of us, some of us work. Ah, take a day off. You got PTO. You'll be all right. Um, So this is an interesting thing. Indiana Jones is coming out eventually. Yeah. Okay. There's all these hints that this is going to be Harrison Ford's last movie. Uh, Pause for sad groan. There you go. Um, (laughs) I actually wrote pause for sad groan. It's good. Well, I mean, he hasn't. He probably has another movie about that damn dog. Well, he's 79, so I think he's he's supposedly hanging it up, or at least maybe he's going to hang up action movies. Just, he'll just make movies about dogs. Tied into that, longtime composer John Williams, who is 90, also hinted that this might be his last movie score. Well, dear God. I mean, that's fine. You know, the, dude, the dude's written our lives. He like, really has. I, he, I, I'm, he, I'm okay with that. He can take a rest. I am. Um, and as we were talking about the 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 hot that we were talking, I was talking about that. I went down a Google rabbit hole. Oh no! It's a small Google rabbit hole. Um, I have a list of the highest paid, highest grossing actors of all time. Okay, they're, they're separated into different categories, uh, and I'm only going to look at the first three categories. Okay, okay. There's lead roles, all roles, which includes cameos and voice acting. Um, or live action roles. I'm not so worried about live action. Do you know who the highest grossing all roles, mm-hmm. including cameos and voice acting, the highest grossing actor is of all time? Highest grossing of all time? Is highest this so? Is this, is this what total. they made or what their movies made? Uh, I believe this is what they're, this is what they've made as a whole. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. No. He's fifth. Wow. He's fifth with $15 billion, 67 films. He averages $234 million a film. So that is. You're never going to guess wait, number how one. Many fi- how many films did you say for him? 67 films. I feel like this is all in then. I don't think this is his his cut. 
that's this is how much his movies made. Right. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. well, not, no, not that he. Made okay, then maybe movies. because okay, so I, I, I'll give you three guesses for Robert Downey Jr. Is, is not worth fifteen billion dollars. Uh, no, Dwayne <laughs> Johnson is actually the is the fifteenth uh, with fifty movies under his belt at twelve billion dollars. Uh, Vin Diesel is not in the top twenty. Sorry wow, that's surprising with all the fast movies. It is, however, so, however. Nope, never mind. I'm thinking um Hero Gasm is not uh Vin Diesel is actually the tenth leading role, just leading roles, including voice acting. We will uh, Vin Diesel is tenth. We'll get there, Jack. Don't worry. Oh, the, the good old Peter North. Well, yes, there's, there's, we will. It's a lot of Peter North moments. Um, so um I'll give you three three guesses on the top, and you're never gonna get it. Jim Carrey. Uh, Jim Carrey is not on the top 20 list of all roles. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper is also not on the role, but on the list of all roles. And uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford isn't on this list, but that's what I started looking at for. Oh, um, I think right. he's like eighth in North American. So, so I'm not like I'm not going down that rabbit hole. Who were like the top five? Then what do we got? Stan Lee is number one at $30 billion with 49 credits. Okay. That's fair. Samuel L. Jackson is the second with 138 films and $27 billion. Okay. Okay. Number three is Frank Welker from the Transformers. 112 films, $17 billion. With all his voiceover. That's Optimus, right? That's Optimus Prime. Uh, the number four, how about Cliff Clavin from Cheers? All the Pixar movies. John Ratzenberger, yeah. $16 billion and 52 films. And number five is uh, Robert Downey Jr. No as kidding. We said. Um, I'll go, I'll I stop at the, I'll stop at 10 just because it's fun. There's a lot of Marvel actors in there. I bet you Ratzenberger has like dollars to show for all of that. Probably. Um, <laughs> number six is Robert Bergen. He's another voice actor. Okay. Uh, he voices Warner Brothers cartoon characters, Porky Pig, Tweety mm. Bird. He's a $15 billion. Uh, Minions is his top grossing film. Uh. Uh, he has 60 films. And then it's uh, still in the $15 billion is Scarlett Johansson uh, with 50 films. Her highest grossing is Endgame. Endgame. Andy Serkis uh, at $15 billion oh, with 35 yeah. films. Alan Tudyk. Tudyk? 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 Yeah. Uh, fifteen billion dollars. Frozen Two is his highest grossing film. Meanwhile, he's, the guy can still barely get a gig. Who's he in the Frozen movies? Uh, he's in Frozen Two, actually. Hmm. Yeah. Right. And uh, rounding out the top ten is Little Warwick Davis at fourteen billion dollars. Twenty-four um, films. His highest film gross Willow. is Willow. The Force Awakens. Oh, it's not Willow. No. Okay. No. So. I mean, and the rest of the list basically reads like a Marvel movie. I'm sure uh, it's it's all it's all Marvel people. Yeah, and their uh, highest grossing film is mostly Endgame. Uh, Dwayne Johnson's actually is uh, Furious Seven. Lucky for us. Oh yeah, which is why it's surprising Diesel's not on there with the Marvel yeah. movies. Now they they break it down into other categories, and I didn't feel like going through all the different. Yeah, but you would think with the voice of Groot. You would think he's made a couple bucks between Finn War and Endgame. Furious and... Seven was his highest grossing one, according to that list. That's not possible. Wikipedia is never wrong. Buddy. Oh, for The Rock, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. It definitely wins. Oh, not Vin Diesel, no. Vin Diesel's not in the top 20, though. Yeah. Because you figure overall. I don't think the Riddick movies really put him up there. No, no. But you Sean think... Connery is not in that list. He's way too old. Well, I'll give you Vin Diesel's best role Giant. being Iron Giant. So. Um, let me see here. Did we mention the Jon Snow spinoff and why that has to be a thing? We did. We uh, talked about some Jon Snow. Okay. Apparently that's been in development for years. Good. I'm happily skipping that. Great. Let it continue to be in development hell. Yeah. Uh, the Santa Claus show released its first image. Yeah, I saw, I saw the picture. Uh, yeah. I didn't I, I didn't realize Cal Penn had moved to the North Pole. Cal Penn moved to the North Pole. Uh, his son, Charlie, moved away, I guess. He's not in it. Well, it's yeah, not but- Charlie. But Charlie wasn't really in uh, the third one that much either. I didn't see the third one. I will have to catch oh, it's up with Martin Martin Short. Yeah, I heard it was really good. Um, yeah, the third one's fine. But uh, also not making his uh, return is um, uh, David Krumholtz. That one elf uh, that was always there with him. Yeah, the guy from Bernard. Yeah, yeah, Bernard. Bernard. Yeah, Bernard. Bernard. Not David big, Krumholtz. big Amber Heard supporter. Big Amber Heard supporter. Is he? Oh, yeah, he is. Um, oh, yeah. Well, also not in the third movie. No. No, because I think he was starring in Numbers by the time the third movie came out. Ah, uh, okay. Which was yeah, a fantastic show. If anybody definitely doesn't look like his. Uh... I don't know where it streams now, but he was great on, on that show. Yeah, he definitely doesn't look like Bernard that you remember him by as. No. Well, he hasn't in 20 years. No. Because that was the no. last time he played that version of Bernard. Mm-hmm. Um, in, the, in the small bit of DC stuff that I have mm. uh, Susan Sarandon, who I wasn't aware was in the blue beetle movie. Oh, okay. Has confirmed that wrapping uh, the movie wrap just after a month of kick after kicking off production. That seems really fast. She yeah. wrapped or the movie wrapped The movie wrapped. It's, it's coming this, out August 18th, 2023. But this is a like, yeah, this is yeah, a this theatrical is a release, right? She's playing Victoria cord. Oh, oh. <laughs> you sound so happy. Well, I I feel like that means Ted Cord's not going to be in it. Uh, there Instead, is it will actually be no Ted Cord on this IMDb yeah. list. So that makes me feel like they gender swapped the Blue Beetle before Jaime Reyes. Uncle Rudy Reyes is in it. For Susan Sarandon, who will be the inspiration gotcha. that passes on the Blue Beetle scarab. That then becomes an alien creature in Jaime. Gotcha. Um, I feel like that's where we're gonna go, and I'm not. I'm not loving it because Ted Cord's Blue Beetle is one of my favorite comic book characters of all time. Well, maybe Zolo can Hands make down. it good. Um, I mean, he was. He was like uh, if you took Moon Knight and Batman and combined them in his original run. Right. That's who he was. Uh, okay. He was like a tech billionaire that also had some ties to Egyptian mythology. I only know the from Blue the Beetle from Blue Smallville. Beetle? Yeah, from the Dan- that's the Jaime Reyes one. So this is uh, we had mentioned this in in episodes past that uh, the kid from Karate Kid, um, Miguel, is yes. playing Jamie Reyes. Jaime. It says Jamie. No, it doesn't. It says Jaime. It says J A I M E. That's pronounced Jaime. Oh. <laughs> George Lopez is in it as Uncle Rudy Reyes. Yeah, yeah. I we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but uh, Ted Cord, the original Blue Beetle, is who Zach Braff was supposed to be in Legends of Tomorrow next season. Gotcha. Um, did I delete this page that I needed to have up? Of course I did. 
it's doing great. Uh, yeah. Let me find that real fast while you talk for something. It's great. So, uh, so I don't know if we have, do we have a, an Ezra watch 2022? No, nothing week? this week. Ah, found it. So, so there is, there's guns oh. and bullets and weed at his compound in Vermont. Oh, Ezra. Uh, where the latest news for Ezra Miller is that he has, um, during his time in Hawaii, he spirited away a mother and her three young children to Vermont, where he's now keeping them, uh, and the father is trying to get them back. It sounds like the father, not a great person, so not like a true victim here. Oof. Um, however... <laughs> uh, that's a good one to highlight. It seems like a spoiler there, Dylan. The fastest man alive might take your child. Sounds like he's more the reverse, reverse flash than flash. Oof. Um, so yeah, so and and it's not like the so the article says weed, and then there's talk about a couple of plants, but he also has basically an entire pot farm at this facility that has guns laying around with bullets, oh, and the one-year-old kid that was there had a live round in their mouth. Oh, well, that's nice. So it it makes you wonder who's been watching Estra all these years. They're good chew toys, I hear. Um, like like who let him get to this point because he didn't just like turn a page and end up here. Ezra he's has no handler. That's prob- for sure. probably been this way since he started in a, you know, the first Fantastic Beast, or at least when he was guesting in BVS, right? Ooh, so, oh my goodness. Uh, we'll we'll keep watching how they are doing, and uh, and where where that all goes. Yeah, because we uh, did see rumors that Flash I, would then come out on HBO. Uh, yes, that was the text I sent you that I forgot to actually throw down here, which which is good is that I, I read a I read a report that. Um, HBO Max is considering or DC is considering somebody's considering putting the flash right on HBO Max, uh, which would negate the need for a press tour. And you wouldn't have to worry about poor box Mm -hmm. office receipts because nobody wants to go see a movie with this. I I don't, I don't think the box office would be impacted as much as we think it would be. It's the, 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 yeah. However, I think your press for it is a nightmare, but you lose the chance then to get Keaton to go run around and, and, talk this you, up you can and get affleck him, you can get keaton to run around and talk about supergirl at some point batgirl you mean batgirl batwoman but you lose a chance to tout, have affleck go out and prom- yep. like you lose a lot of big stars you could have had promoted you lose the chance for that girl playing supergirl in the flash movie to like yep. do the rounds and become a star yep because how do you do press and not have your star anywhere to be seen how do you put um, them on a right how do you put them on a red carpet at this point you can't like how do you take how do you have a premiere you can you can have a premiere. You just don't have you just don't have your you you shift the focus of the movie to the other characters, even though yeah, Flash is the character of the movie. I don't know. I, I think our our um, that's a rough one. Mark Bernardin from uh, Fat Man Beyond and yep. various other outlets, um, you know, has, has said a few times now that look, it's going to cost him sixty seventy five million to reshoot around him in the movie. Probably may as well just do it. But just do it. And then you set yourself up for far future movies instead of right a, a one and done type. You know, of because possible. if the movie's cut, you know exactly what scenes you want to put the, somebody new in, or do you wait and just reboot it after this movie comes out? Oh, sorry, my well, hi doggy. You know, it's toss up. There we go. Um, speaking of Batman, Batman. Nope, that didn't work. Um, so while Christian Bale was uh, doing his press junket for Thor. Yeah. Um, 
he was obviously asked if he would ever come back into the Batman role. Oh, I'm sure he would. And his quote was, uh, no one's mentioned it to me. No one's brought it up. Occasionally people say to me, oh, I hear you were approached and offered this. And I'm like, that's news to me. No one's ever said that. Mm. He said he had a pact with Christopher Nolan. They both said, let's make three films. If we're lucky enough to get to do that, and then let's walk away. Let's not linger too long. Uh, in my mind, it would be something if Chris Nolan ever said to himself, you know what? I've got another story to tell. And if he wished to tell that story with me, I'd be in it. So it doesn't it sounds like he would only come back if Christopher Nolan said, let's do another movie. I got an idea. Yeah, I wish that's not going to happen. No, that's I don't fine. see I don't that's, see Christopher Nolan making that. We've had 17 Batman since him. It's fine. Uh, yeah. And more and more on the way. Right. Maybe. I'm sure there There's will be more on the Jensen way. Jensen Ackles, maybe. Uh oh, on the TV. Uh, on the TV I don't know. show. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Uh. Yeah. There have... and then, I think we get another one soon. And uh, I. And we'll, well see. Well, there's the video jo- game. We'll see when the new Joker picks up. Mm. Oh, goody. Um, Marvel stuff. Moving hot and fast right now. Marvel will attend San Diego Comic Con for the first time in three years, live and in person doing a Hall H panel uh, somewhere between July 21st and July 24th. I didn't realize it was literally right around the corner. I forgot. Yeah, it's a couple weeks here. Yeah. Um, given in their past the way they've set their panels up, it looks like most likely it'll be on July 23rd. And I would assume that this year you're going to get a lot of big uh, – you'll get your first Black Panther look, uh, maybe something for mm. Ant-Man. Uh, Black Panther's only four months out at that point. I'm I'm wondering if they do what they did a few years ago, where what, they did up? they did movies uh-huh. at Hall H, and they did all well, the TV announcements at D23. They have D23. They have a panel coming up between September 9th and 11th, so that also is possible. Because um, you'll be you'll be done, Miss Marvel, because Miss Marvel mm-hmm. only has three episodes left. Right. Uh, you'll be in the middle of She Hulk, or just done She Hulk when D23 happens. Ah. Uh, I have not got my Thor tickets yet. Oh, I already got mine. I did not. It's not a surprise. Um, um, did I put oh, this in? all right. With the Jamie Bauer Campbell playing Carnage. Ah, look, I I, I enjoyed Woody's view of a uh, of, uh, take on Carnage. Um, um, I have to find this other thing real so, fast again. So we have that. Um, as far as... Uh, we don't need to get get spoilery in it because um, it is it is at a little different demographic group than 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 this crew for uh, Miss Marvel this week. Um, continues to just be a wonderful show. I it's the lowest watched show of any Marvel TV show that's come come out, and I just I don't get it. Um, I, I think let's see what happens now that Obi Wan's over. Um, but I, I, it's, it's, it's the first one that's not a character from when we were kids, right? So, so right. even though Hawkeye introduced Kate Bishop, who's a fairly recent character in the comics, right? And Moon Knight spin was on a new take of Moon Knight that's fairly new. Um, and what was one of the other? And yeah. Uh, there was I, I thought that it was, had a younger version. 
I just thought it was, I thought it was a great episode. There was a lot, I mean, I have stuff on it, but we don't have to go into the spoilery part of it right now. Yeah. They're, they're really moving the story along. Um, the powers continue to be cool. The, the girl who's playing her is a delight. Um, um they and, did... and I think it's because there's no expectations, but that also hurts your base draw where you don't get, and because they advertised it as a kid's show. Right. You're not getting the adults into it. but right. Which it's not, really. They are possibly tying a lot of stuff that's already out there into this show. And again, I guess spoilery, maybe a little spoilery, is there was a scene where the camera pans up on people standing in a room and on the ground there were 10 rings with symbols in the middle of them. So it, it could be tying back to Shang-Chi in a way. I think we tie all of, I, I have a feeling based on what Kevin Feige said recently, that everything we've had in phase four actually ties to the Eternals. It wouldn't be surprised. I think it's going to be the 10 rings are like a creation of the Eternals. This, this uh, bracelet. Yep is going to be tied back to them, whether it be from this plane or one of the other planets that the Eternals have been to. I think, I think that's where we start to see all of this stuff tied into, um, you know, or, or cause I'm, I don't know if we go the incursion route, which would be setting up secret wars, but well, that's what they're leading to. The whole next phase is supposed to be secret wars. So yeah, I, yeah, um, I, I have to read the new secret Wars still bef- before, before I bring up my two doctor, sadness part i mean dr strange points um matt lintz uh he's the kid that plays bruno in this marvel he was actually one of the at near the top of the list to become spider-man before tom holland got it so exciting i mean that's that's a pretty cool thing for him to get cast in this show um and he's been great in the show too yeah, but well, I, look, that's normal for studios, though. They, they, yeah. they look at you for one and, and are like, eh, and then I they can take see, it for the next. I can see him as a, as as Peter Parker. I I, mean, I could see him. Be a... Well, wasn't that, wasn't Jensen Ackles looked at to be Clark? Yeah, he was. Yeah, and then yeah. ended, up, ended up as the coach in season three or four? It, yep, yeah. yep. Um, I have some sad news. It's possible sad news related to Doctor Strange. This is what this touches me. It makes me sad. Um, I do not believe that John Krasinski is going to be Reed Richards in the prime MCU timeline at all now. Well, based on this quote on the audio commentary of uh, Dr. Strange, which audio commentary starting to leak out now. um, I have two things for that. Uh, I mean, it's already on Disney plus. Yeah. What Sam Raimi has said was, it's funny, Kevin Feige cast John because the fans had a dream of who the perfect Reed Richards would be. And because this is an alternate universe, I think Kevin said, let's make that dream come true. I've Mm -hmm. always really enjoyed all of his performances. Now, he's not exactly saying that he's not going to be, but he kind of framed it as in, it's an alternate universe, let's do whatever the hell we want in here. So... You still can cast him down the line, but I don't know if you're going to we'll, get him. We'll see now. what happens with the Fantastic Four movie and when they get there at this point. Yes. Um, um, as for the other thing, oh, that. Yes. So uh, the audio commentary also. No, we're not there yet. Almost. The audio <laughs> commentary also revealed a Doctor Doom connection. So 
producer Richie Palmer said the detail of the teleportation device he uses to get into the scene is something they took from the comics. That's Dr. Doom's time platform. So they, they, but all all I I, want in a Dr. Strange movie is the movie they promised me at the end of the first one with Baron Mordo (laughs) going after all the, the people with, with powers like Benjamin Bratt. Right. And all the other magicians and sorcerers and taking their powers. That's the movie I want to see. Do a thriller about that. Right. And let those two just go in and act their asses off. That That's what I want to see. Um, they did just cast, as Dylan had said. I think we talked about it last week, didn't we? Um, yeah, I forget the guy's name because I can't find it now. Yeah, random dude. Yes. Um. I have a quick quick run through of, of the Marvel stuff that's coming out as we're getting closer to some Marvel stuff. Okay. Um, we got Thor next week, July 8th. Well, two weeks. Right? No. So we got Thor July 8th. It's a week from Thursday. It's, I said a week. Yeah, okay. Uh, She-Hulk, uh, August 17th. Yep. I'm, I'm iffy on that. That'll be good. Uh, Tatiana Maslany is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, if she could um, carry any show. There's the untitled Halloween special in October. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, is this going to be the Werewolf by Night possibly? This is the Werewolf by Night, yeah. Um, Black Panther in November. I wonder if we get a, a, a snippet of Blade. It'd be nice, right? In the Halloween show. Before he's too old. Yeah, what's in November? Oh, Black Panther, yeah, uh, yeah. November's Black Panther. December is the Guardian's holiday special. Yep. Which is looking to be pretty good, apparently. Who knows? Um, what if season two is still coming no. before the end of the year? No. No, it is. I don't want it. But no, it, it says it says it right here. I don't need it. I don't it need says it. it. Nope. Good. Um, and then then we can you know we can go into next year's stuff. We'll do that another time. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp is the next thing up. Um, Rudy Pankow is that's it. He uh, plays JJ in Outer Banks. Mm, yep, that's right. Um, before I go, oh, okay. So we have a choice here. Do we go boys or do we go Obi-Wan? Which way do you want to go first? Oh, we go boys. We go we boys, go boys first. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to pull up my boys stuff here. So I made oh, it. Oh, that was weird. To finally... there's, no, there's no easy way to say that. To God. say what? I said, let me pull up my boys stuff. There's no easy uh, way to say that. No. Every now, time. Now mm. that we have to put a warning on the show. Right? Um, God damn it. Hold on. Where are we at? 3840 is where we're going to start talking about the boys. That's the timestamp. Let me write this shit down. Actually, it's not 3840 now. So 3830. So there you go. So, uh, so in, uh, I did take it upon myself to finally, uh, delve, dive into the boys comic series. Okay. Uh, this weekend. Cause I was like, all right, I, I hear everybody's been talking about this here, guys. And let's see what the big deal is. So different. So different. That's what I. I that's what From I've the heard. Comics to the show. Um, oh, a Dickisode. That's good, Chris. Yes, Dickisode. Uh, so, so let's let's talk about 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 Hero Gasm and the boys this week. So this was said to be the most graphic episode of television ever, and let me. Here's my thoughts on it. Very light on the on the the hyped up orgy part of things, but very good, very good on story, 
and content overall. It was a fabulous episode. Yeah, this this was this was as good as most like seventh episodes of a eight episode season. Yep. So the fact that there's still two episodes left is crazy. Yeah. Um, I agree with you on the 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 orgy part was okay, but like the stuff that happened during it and the, cool. the amount that they project they moved the story forward this week was unreal. And the ice penis was wait, what? <laughs> Well, I mean, look, we we got hints of that before in in the the yes. confessional, in the the, the uh, you know soup soup uh, super uh-huh. confessional group back before. So, but let's talk about how we started off with uh, with the deep doing his uh, YouTube video that then he sang Imagine. That was one then... million percent a riff <laughs> on Gal Gadot's Imagine during the pandemic, and and the stars they got. I mean, you get Kamal not now. Kamal is in the MCU, Star Wars, and the Boys Universe. Pat Oswald, who was also in every comic bookdom ever. Yeah. Um, I didn't even grab a uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis were in it. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was in it? There was a there was so you have A Train and Black Noir. Black Noir is fucking hilarious because he's just holding a. They did the love actually thing, yeah. <laughs> um, a Train and Black Noir, Patton Oswalt, who you said, um, who previously voiced the Deep's Gills in season two. Oh, that's right, he did. So, okay, Josh Gad was in it. Josh Gad's in anything anybody asks him to. He's throwing Kunis. five bucks. He he'll come on here. We throw him five bucks. I would love that. Uh, Elizabeth Banks was in it. Yep. Uh, Aisha Tyler and Rose Byrne. There you go. Phenomenal. It was hilarious. How many of them were in the original video? I wonder. Or the Gal Gadot. Uh, look that so up. the 2022. Actually, here it is. Oh, look Kristen Wiig, Pedro Pascal, Natalie Portman, Amy Adams, Will Ferrell, Mark Ruffalo, and many others. All right. Um, that's actually in the same article, so that's funny. So we get that, and then we get Black <laughs> Noir freaking out, right? Yeah. Because we find out that Soldier Boy's back and looking to find out what happened. And Bla- Helmlander asks Black Noir, and then Black Noir goes, oh, I gotta go. Yeah. And cuts his tracker out and hands it to the girl. In the elevator. <laughs> Just leaves. Gone. Not seen again the rest of that episode. Yeah, it was crazy. And then we get Ashley really stepping up as CEO, right? <laughs> like, her, her character arc has been pretty impressive since season one. Yeah, I kind of looked at her as like a joke off character in the in the first season, and she's really had one of the better character arcs overall. Standing up to A Train about Blue Hawk and what, what, which, which finally is what sets A Train up to his like, all right, nobody's going to help me do anything about this. I really have to go do something. Um, so we'll see. And it's you know we don't know what 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 Black Noir had to do with the other stuff before, so. We'll no. see where we get there. Um, so the whole point of the episode was they were going to Soldier Boy was going to find TNT to take them out. Mm-hmm. He's on their list, and Butcher and Huey are helping him. Right, because they wanted they wanted they they if he gets finds out who who did what to him, then they get to Homelander. Right, and we find out this just how awful of a human being soldier boy kind of is as he talks to Huey and butcher crushing up 
drugs and snorting them. Yeah, and how how into all of this stuff uh, Huey's really kind of diving. Do you uh, do you think? And they didn't mention this at all, but do you think Soldier Boy knew who Stormfront was, and that she was a Nazi all that time? Since they kind of they would have had to have crossed paths, right? You would figure they would have had to be in payback together at some point. You think, right? I so so this is where I'm I'm messed up now that I read the comics this week. Okay, I forget what the show did. It is so different. Okay, like completely so, different. So as far as universes. the show goes, you had Starlight and Mother's Milk trying to get to Vermont to get the people out of the house that are supposed to be there before Soldier Boy and and them show up, right? Well. Right, they did that, but before that, she and Homelander and Vicky Newman were on TV. Right. Right, and then Victoria Newman starts uh, coming at her. Yeah. About you got to help me out and this and that. Right. Um. And... So, but yeah, so they they go up to try and stop everything, and they end up part of it, right? And I think Jack was asking about this earlier. Um, that so everybody kind of show well they get there first, and then Huey and Butcher and Soldier Boy get there, and as each as each of them get there, they both kind of kind of say the same thing about how oh my god Frenchie's going to be so mad that he misses he missed this right. he's always <laughs> wanted to come to this, and this great. is apparently the seventieth anniversary of this thing that as we come to find out that Soldier Boy actually started right seven years ago, um. Which it looks like it's gone downhill since then, because the uh, the quality of hero there is is definitely declined. There was um, a lot of stuff going on in that scene, though, in the backgrounds. Yeah, I mean, you get you get mother's milk and love sausage together again. Yeah, uh, right um, from the get go, you um, get whatever happened when they opened the one door. I, I what? Oh, and the, the, that was their entire budget. They ran out of uh, well. Of sticky white substances. They actually wanted that to happen. To, I was reading articles and they wanted that to happen to Huey sporadically through the episode. Um, him kind of opening doors and getting, you know, yeah. white faced, so to speak. Uh, uh, but they they were short on time. So they they kind of blew their load, so to speak, on on M.M. when he opened the door, um, which makes it even funnier because he's got that uh, OCD. Or is it, yeah. is it, there's an ADD OCD, OCD, right? Okay. Let's not forget. They also shot this in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, they did. Which is, and it was crazy. five 12 hour days from what I understand. Yeah. That's a and lot got, of, you got termite back. You get termite back. Not um, for long. You, got you get termite back. Super long penis guy back. That That's love sausage. That's love sausage. Who, the totally to different character in the comics. That's not what it does. No, he's a Russian superhero in the comics. Oh. retired. Oh, um, according to, um, according to Eric Kripke, the only thing that Amazon hesitated on was the octopus scene, which like, I didn't think that was that big of a deal. I saw that coming. They set that up like two years ago. (laughs) It, I guess it leans into, into bestiality. Yeah. Um and and Amazon prior to the boys did not have a standards and practices department at all. 
Yeah. But because of the buoys, they now actually have a standards and practices department at Amazon. I think um, you'd, you'd have to, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> the show. yeah. Um, so they they pitched it as more of a, like a Farrelly Brothers movie kind of a scene than than an actual like yeah, an actual nasty nasty scene. Uh, and and in the middle of this, we all cut back over to Frenchie. Uh, in a warehouse who's who's now being forced to choose between Kamiko and uh what's her name who I forget her name I forget her name too <laughs> uh Sherry yes Sherry so it has to choose between them and and Kamiko just even without powers takes out both of Nina's guys and just it, it that was a fantastic scene yeah. super graphic crazy though but but you know I guess she's learned some stuff besides just having. Oh, um, one of the things we, over the years. One of the things we missed um, when when Soldier Boy was having his conversation with <laughs> when Soldier Boy was having his conversation with Huey, <laughs> and he was talking about Bill Cosby, and he called him a real man, and then oh, he yeah. made strong drinks, <laughs> and he, he was just staring at him like mortified. Um, it, <laughs> yeah, um. But go ahead. Yeah, look, missing. He was America's dad. But, you know, at one point, that was the last time Super or Soldier Boy was around. Um, so we get that right. We see a bunch of other people kicking around. We see Blue Hawks at the party, being Blue Hawk. Blue Hawk was at the party. Cold Snap. It was a live action debut. A Cold Snap. Right. Um, who we had heard talked about. Yep. Uh, as the boyfriend of the one guy, right? Uh huh. Um, uh, Puss Puss was the girl with the tail by the pool. Oh, got it. Um, um, and we, then then we get Huey and all of them show up there, right? And we get Huey and A Train finally. Yeah, that out. was that was kind of a that was kind of a neat little scene where he actually apologized finally for what he did. Um when he killed Huey's girlfriend, Robin in the very first scene of the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had never actually apologized for it. Yeah. Huey got his closure. Um, and then I guess in a way his revenge a little while later. And finally Huey's powers uh, seem to be okay with him being naked all the time. But yeah, it was, it was nice to see that, that turning point for a train there where he realized just how awful, awful right. of a person he's turned into. And then Huey's still getting to land a punch. But then where does that play in? Because now he's like, wait, you have powers. Though I suppose that's all out of the bag anyway shortly. Uh, yeah. Um, and and the, you know, before we get to that part, but A-Train, um, after, well, go ahead. But we, no, no, I'm not going to skip ahead. Uh, we can skip to the end of the A-Train part because that's well, the- fine. Yeah, the A train part after after the, the after what goes down in the house goes down in the house. A, a train's outside talking to Blue Hawk, and um, I guess he's just fed up with his his attitude. And, and Blue Hawk just keeps running his mouth. He just and keeps doesn't running shut his up. Mouth. And then he got run. And A train grabbed him and ran and drug him for miles. Crazy. And until there was very little left to Blue Hawk. Right, and then A train collapsed and and. You know, you don't know what happened to him either. Maybe he dies. I was waiting for it to just his chest to explode. Is so what was I was I. waiting. I was like, "Come on!" So, so I guess so, we we won't do that to him. So, so he'll be back. 
So we're possibly down an A train. We're possibly down a Mave, even though I don't think we are. Black Noir is gone. Black Noir is gone. And then, you know, and then you have the 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 big moment where Mother's Milk faces off against Soldier Boy. All seven seconds of it before Butcher gets in the way. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was kind of neat. Butcher catching the punch and just kind of throwing him. And um and then and then the big I mean what was I guess one of the better so of the two big fight scenes that we saw of the next of these two shows, is this fight scene better than the one that we're gonna talk about coming up? Which hold on. Oh yes, by the far the fight scene in this with with Butcher and Homelander and Huey hopping in there and MM and Soldier Boy and you know Homelander showing up and Termite <laughs> getting squashed. But but seeing like you know it, Soldier Boy's still just like Cap, right? Yeah, it's it's Cap versus Superman, basically. That's still not a r- real fight. <laughs> like no, but I mean without. Without Butcher and Huey there, does he get him down like that? I mean, it looked like Homelander was really holding his own until the other two kind of piled on him. That's what I I don't think Soldier without Soldier Boy using that that beam that he can't use on command. Right. Um, I don't think he could take him. So I'm intrigued to see how they play that out. Because again, polar opposite of where the comics are with any of these characters. Does now, like I'm I'm just starting the fourth omnibus, mm-hmm. and um, Soldier Boy is not this character in any way, shape, or form. No, and I know they added this power isn't isn't a power he has in the comics, right? Or does he? No, just the character in general is not. The, oh, this yeah. isn't a storyline from the comic. Very few storylines in the TV show are the storylines gotcha. from the comic. Like, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Pretty much none of them. This is uh, just which which this is great, right? But now oh, that we're yeah. in the comics, no, I mean. So as opposed to everything else, which tries to keep what you have, all of these characters are such a, a left turn from where the comics have gone with them and what they do with them and the whole nine yards. Like it's let's oh, let's take this and move this over to this person. We'll take this and move it over to this person. Right. Like right. and we'll gender flip and we'll, we'll race swap and we'll do all this crazy stuff. And oh, this is a little too crazy. We can't do that. Um, you know, and, and there's a lot less soups in the TV show. Okay. Uh, a lot less super teams. It's probably way easier to to draw than to cast. And the legend is much more integral in the comic book than he is in the show. Um, it was great in the show. You know, so it's it's really neat seeing how they how the, the differences are now. Um, but and then then you know, and then they Soldier Boy and Huey and Butcher leave, and Starlight and Eminem or Mm go out and start helping everybody that's there, and Starlight. Another huge, which they could have saved for any other episode. Right. Enough already happened this episode. Now you have Starlight goes and quits the seven on live. Like, on so they Instagram. made a, So they made a mention earlier in the show that she had 193 million Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. And that, so that when she was talking to um, uh, Nadia, the senator, yeah. Uh, she, Victoria were, Newman? Victoria, right? Yeah, whatever. I forgot her name, but they 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 supposedly came to an understanding. Well, her name's Nadia too. Sure, they, they came to an understanding where Starlight would help her with her 193 million followers, 
and Victoria wouldn't pop her head off. Well, when Victoria left, Starlight's nose started to bleed a little bit, which was kind of like maybe a little, hey, you know what I can do here. Remember. Yeah. Um, and that makes her nose bleed. Right. So now at the end, Starlight's standing there with MM holding her phone and she's doing a live stream to her 193 million uh, followers. And yeah, she quits the seven and basically says, if you got a problem with it, come at me. Which, which, which was huge. I mean, yeah, like that's, you definitely could have saved that for, for any other episode. Yeah, there. Uh, I I can't wait to see how they do these last two because, like I said, this was this had all the makeup of a seventh episode. Well, out of eight, not not a sixth. According to Eric Kripke, the season three finale, which is called the White, the Instant White Hot Wild. Oh, he said. The season finale is very ambitious just because we pulled off like the biggest fight scene we've ever done. And that was really hard, but this hero gasm is up there. This was so hard to film. It was so difficult. So the season three finale is going to top that fight scene with another mm. even more bigger fight scene. I'm in that. You know what? And, and Matt pointed out, I wanted to kind of go back at, I, maybe I will, um, and look and see if we can't get highlights of what the texts were saying uh, while she was live streaming. Cause you know, there's stuff in there. Oh yeah. But that, that one guy said she's going to die FR FR, which as I know from somebody uh, means for real, for real. I hate that. I know that. <laughs> so proud of you. I just, hate you're that so young and hip. Oh, uh, that's no cap. I, I don't know if I use that right. I still don't know if I use that right. Um, so the boys' spoilers end at fifty-seven forty. That was a nice long one, right? There's a lot to I, I like. I think we said there's a lot to cover in those. There's a lot to uh, cover now. The next little bit that we have is a quick couple of little things before we get into the uh, the uh, the Obi One thing. Um, Taika Waititi's uh, Star Wars film might not make 2023. It might be a little later than that because he's just such a busy person. It's not a surprise. He's got no. a new season, of, another season of what we do. The Shadows maybe to do by then. He's got yeah. He's got um, uh, our flag means death. Um, an original Star Wars X-wing model Ooh. from 1977 Star Wars sold for 2.3 million at an auction. Uh, I wanted to make that up. Is that a toy? Uh, no, is actually one of the models that they use. Oh, got it. Like from the thing. Yep. Um, and then Mark Hamill revealed the most valuable thing he kept from the original Star Wars film were the boots that Luke Skywalker wore in A New Hope. Of all the things he could have kept, he kept the boots. Hmm. That's kind of neat, right? Yeah, well, they were full of Tatooine sand. Yeah. It gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. It's crass and it gets everywhere. Um... Okay, so here we are at, 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 at the 59-minute mark for the Obi-Wan spoilers. So obviously, if you haven't seen Obi-Wan, if you're one of the few. Um, yes, it feels, feels like six years ago with all the, all the extra content that's been out. Yeah. Lately, um, doesn't it? Uh, so, yeah, so uh, what'd you think? I know all you, right, you've I'll go, been, I'll you've go been first. a fan all season. So. I'll go first on this one because I know where you're going to go with it. Um, 
I thought the entire series was really well done from a certain point of view. Okay. That was, mm-hmm. that was, that was my, that was ad libbed. <laughs> if you're a fan, you'll get it. Um, I will read Pete's thing in a moment. Um, Dylan's right. The finale did justice for the prequel fans. I think what I thought was the only problem I had with this entire finale was the Reva part in that finale because at no time after, so you figure eight years away now, seven, eight years away from, from old white hair, Ben, right? Yeah. Depending on the story that, yeah, they're saying 10 maybe. Okay, so even 10 years ago, you're going to tell me that you're not sitting there in your house and go, oh, damn, Ben, you remember that time I was chased by this chick, right? When I was a little kid, remember this chick just showed up at my house and just with a lightsaber? No, he never saw the lightsaber. I'll give him that. They, yeah, she never lit the lightsaber. She never turned the lightsaber on while he was awake. That's the only good thing they did in that moment. She used it all through the house going after. Baru he, and was Owen. Not, he didn't see it though. He didn't mm, see it. Mm-hmm, maybe. Okay. I'll give them that. I'll bend enough to give them that. Okay. It's very okay? kind of you. That whole Reva scene was pointless. The fact that both of them got to that planet so fast was amazing. Okay. But the fight scene between Vader and, 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 and Obi-Wan, I thought was absolutely awesome. I really think that. It's amazing how much their skills are going to deteriorate in 10 years. But at this point in time, that fight scene was great. It really was. Uh, I just, I thought the whole thing, the fight scene itself was great. And if you haven't, if you have seen it, go look on YouTube for the Revenge of the Sith overlay music to that fight scene. And it makes it even better. Revenge of the Sith or the uh, Dueling Fates? Revenge of the Sith, I think it is. Okay. Now, now, what did you think? And then I'll go back and read Pete's thing. Um, I thought it was fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, it, uh, as I said last, I said to you, and I don't remember if it was on the podcast or just in general, like, at no point was I concerned about any of the characters. No. And at no point did the show do enough to get me invested in any of the side characters to really give a shit that they were, if something happened to them or not. Um, like, there was no drama for me. Like, oh my God, is Reva going to kill Owen and Baru? No. no. Is she going to kill Luke? No. no. It, like, eh, whatever. Um, and same thing with the Obi-Wan and, and Vader. Like, the fight was cool. Mm-hmm. I... I have trouble with thinking that nothing that Vader hasn't had any kind of character development in 10 years to where he's still a hot headed Anakin that like, Oh, I buried you in the rocks. And all of a sudden you, I don't sense you anymore, even though you're using the force like crazy to not get crushed, but that's cool. I bet you're dead. (laughs) Even though a minute ago, I sensed you what planet you were on. And where on the planet you landed, right? But now he doesn't know that he's six feet away and buried. It's the the the, the way they went with like the force is super powerful. Ah, just kidding. Yeah. Oh, it's super great. Nah, it's really not. And then the throw in the rocks, like Darth can't block rocks. He just stopped and crushed a spaceship. He did. And the episode before, and now he's getting like b- little rocks thrown at him, and he can't do anything about it. He also has a lightsaber there that should be able to cut through some rocks. 
What instead he's just getting his ass kicked because he's I, I don't know all of a sudden scared. I I, I don't I, get it. I I I try to 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 suspend the belief and and look at it as his overconfidence was so overwhelming and they tried to set that up with the flashbacks and the he just thinks that he's always going to win and if you recall every single fight up to this fight he's always either not you know the one with Riva was great where he didn't use his lightsaber at all but he's always always been one-handed this was the first time I ever saw him grip it with two hands against the now all the way powerful Obi-Wan right um I guess, but like Luke still should or not Luke. Anakin should still be more powerful than Obi Wan. You would you would think like he's the chosen one. If you remember what what Qui Gon said. Um. So yeah, I look. It's it was fine. Like I said, it was fine. Right. I I, I get it. It was cool. It's um, hard to it's hard to drop something like that. It's hard to drop a TV. It's hard to drop a story in the middle of a preset time period where you know the beginning and the end you're dropping something in the middle of that now and you have to make something yeah but but you didn't have to make any of it you like, didn't know like, you didn't know why right, don't we like just that, redo a new hope that's don't just wait <laughs> that won't be long once lucas is gone it's it's game on i bet you <laughs> um um, and, and Pete, so Pete's earlier comment was exactly what we were talking about, what we've been saying all along. You're eight to 10 years away from a new hope. That son's got to really do some damage. Um, but I, then I, I sent you an ex- explanation. Uh, yes, <laughs> because they're not real characters. Right, because they're actors in understand. movies playing them. I, I and they're, get that. They're different actors. And what so Dylan they, said. They look the, different. The meeting at the end with the hello there, that was a great payoff. I, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, the blending of the voices during the fight, the you didn't kill Anakin, I did was great because now you made Obi-Wan not a liar in 10 years. Right. The 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 way he cut his forehead on the helmet really is a good flash forward or, or whatever to Return of the Jedi when he takes the mask off and he's got that big scar down his helmet, right. his head. That that was a nice little touch. Yeah, look, there was there was a lot of nice little things. Like like there was it was it, that was all great. I just the, the the power swaps. Like I mean, we went from three episodes ago. The guy, well, he got in touch with the force again. Was walking down the street, snapping necks with his fingers. Yeah, and now some some dude with a slingshot throwing rocks at his body <laughs> armors, messing them all up. <laughs> you know, like yeah, it was it's. It took it's what they keep doing, which is what drives me nuts, is they take away from the mystique that I've had for forty some odd years okay. of Darth Vader being the biggest badass in the galaxy. So what you just they, did they make him more and more of a punk. So what you're every saying time is time I see him on these things. What you just did with that fight was you made Obi Wan the biggest badass badass in the galaxy because he was able to get through Vader's defenses and crack crack the breathing plate, crack the helmet, and then just leave him for whatever. Yeah, like no, like no. Yeah, right. Like that's not would would you be happy with the Darth Vader series? No. I, I wouldn't I either. 
they're they're doing one in the comics that's supposedly fantastic. So Wait, they but would I totally don't, screwed up if they brought it on TV. I don't need a live action Darth Vader series. I like um, like you said, I like my Darth Vader and Little I don't either because they won't they won't make him bad enough. Well, no, because it's Disney and you you you're, they'll that's try as bad and as redeem you're him, him and show these glimmers of him being redeemed. Which I don't no, I don't no. want that. I don't want that. I get, I get in Rebels when he fought Ahsoka and he didn't go all he 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 didn't like go all in all in, but he, but he did at at one point. Like he didn't hold back. No, if it, if it wasn't for Ezra, she'd be dead. Yeah. And in this, he did hold back a little bit, but I think Obi Wan overpowered him. And then the the clever writing. Why didn't he continue to hunt him after that? After that defeat, all those years is because you have a scene with the Emperor at the end where the Emperor is like, "Forget about him. Do what I told you to do now. Like right. I let you run around and play, and I let you go after your former master, and he whooped your ass. Now you forget about him and go do what I said to do from now on." Right, but like, so what has Darth done the ten years prior? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it it. It's not like it was like six months no. or a year. Like it's it's a decade. It's a decade. It's a long time. He sits on his throne and mopes. But he he doesn't. He's going around establishing himself and killing Jedi. Like that's him and the Inquisitor. Like right. Like that's that's what it should be. Right. That's that's where my problem fell in with it. Where like you're stop trying to ruin the mystique. Could you say that perhaps this defeat is what finally snaps his hold to his past and he does become that menacing ball of hate and just goes without thinking um yeah you could i mean it it, yeah i i guess um i I mean i'm i'm maybe i'm reaching a lot (laughs) we'll see i'm sure look there'll be a series about it don't worry well there was a there was a a rumor that i read that they're bringing natalie portman back which I don't understand why to play Padme. I don't understand why or where you would need to put a series about Padme in any way, shape, or form. There's nowhere in the timeline that you can fit a series about her. Uh, Is there? During the Clone Wars. She's around all the Clone Wars. But do you need anything? Do I no. need that? No. I had Anakin and Obi-Wan in the you, Clone you, Wars you, cartoon. That's yeah, perfect. Yeah, you, you and I got it all. I got it all during the Clone yeah. Wars series. So I don't need got, it. So we got Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I, I, it's tough because, like, Ahsoka would have fit into the show great. Yep. Um, but then why wouldn't Obi-Wan have called Ahsoka to help right. later on, right? So, like. Right. And yeah, I'm glad for I'm glad for not showing one of the droids. I'm glad for that not happening. One of the droids popping up. Um, I'm annoyed. Why? Because they should have been with Bale. Where, did R2, where did R2 go after? They were with Leia. She left the. Me- she sent the message to Obi Wan from R two. Right, but they weren't. Were they always with her, or do they not? Maybe they. Maybe they find their way to her in the next two, three years. I, I think they went with Baal. Baal Organa was the. I'll have to look that up later because we're running super over ish. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's that was my assumption. That those two went with Baal and with, with her, uh, which is how they ended up on her ship at the end of Rogue One slash A New Hope, right? Um, I'll have to look that up. Um, so, yeah, so, and I, I yeah, I, I don't, I, I thought that, that would have been great to see R2. 
I, yeah, I there guess. There was a point there, before the Mandalorian. Remember, there was not R two was the only character that was in everything. Right. Well, C three PO, I think. Uh, yeah. I hope they have another Keystone comic soon. What? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Hopefully, we get a Keystone next next uh, next year. I, I know the pandemic was rough on Keystone, so hopefully, they do bring it back. It was much better than uh than Fan Expo slash Comic Con has been the last few years, Robert. Well, we do, we do post in the, the Keystone Comic-Con group, there, so we appreciate yes. you coming and watching the show, Robert, for sure. Yes, thank you very much. Um, so speak, speaking of that, yes. so yeah, so hey, if, if you want to hear some of the past episodes, you can find us anywhere, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all those good places. Drop YouTube. A, yeah, drop us a rating, drop us a review, we'd appreciate it, um, but the whole catalog is available there. and uh, We have a catalog. As always, we got to thank everybody for finding the Geek Spot. Have a great 4th of July. We will not be doing a show next week. So in two weeks, which will be the... Uh, we'll bring uh, you the 11th. a boys finale, a probably Miss Marvel's not yep. quite finale yet. Nope. And, uh, and a Thor Love and Thunder review. Oh, that's right. I have to get, I have to get tickets still. You too. So lots of stuff coming up. Uh, you know, if if you haven't joined the group on Facebook, join in there. We can always start keeping the conversation going there if you guys want. And uh, again, thanks. We'll uh, yeah, we'll definitely hit Thor reviews. Tom. Don't worry. Oh yeah, big time. Um, also, uh, let's let's wish a big congratulations um, to the Colorado Avalanche for winning the Stanley Cup last night, and for former Flyer Nicola, Nicholas. Abe Kubel for dropping the cup during the team photo and denting the bottom of the Stanley Cup. That's good. That's good. He dented the bottom of the Stanley Cup. Um, I Woodhaven's my theater of choice, Dylan. It's where I like to go. Um, you guys may end up sitting next to each other. Oh, no, because I. I will buy both seats so I don't have to sit next to anyone. And, no offense. And Robert, real quick, no, we had a blast of Fan Expo this year. It was great. Yes. Uh, in years past. Wizard World versus Keystone. Keystone crushed Wizard World, in my opinion, the last couple of years, though. Yeah. Uh, but thank you, everyone. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye.